0: Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by. And it's pretty cool, too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 22. And this episode's a little different. It's just me and and Jimmy Thorpe, and we're sitting down talking about uh, several things. But one of the things that that we ended up talking about and kind of ended with in our conversation was just the hope that we see in Jesus. And there's this little kind of nod, uh, I believe, in some of what we read this week. It's from 1 Kings uh, chapter 11, and the kingdom is getting ready to be divided really and as a consequence of solomon's walking away from the lord and him following after other gods and uh we're introduced to a new character named jeroboam who will be the first king of the divided kingdom and uh, god gave him a chance he says if you listen to to what i tell you and follow my ways and do whatever i consider to be right and if you obey my decrees and commands as my servant david did." Then I will always be with you. I will establish an enduring dynasty for you as I did for David. And I will give Israel to you. Because of Solomon's sin, I will punish the descendants of David, though not forever. And that though not forever, I think, points us to Jesus. So sit with us as uh, we talk about the Bible. This is episode 22. Jimmy, can you believe it? I cannot believe it. It's been a,
1: a fun journey together. So today is a little
0: different. It's just me mm-hmm. and Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit. And uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about is being episode 22. We're mm-hmm. like almost halfway. Yeah, nearly halfway there. Through this. And uh, if you're listening to this, then you're some of the folks that are really trying to mm-hmm. track with us. You know, as a as a church body, we've been reading through through the bible together.
1: Mm-hmm. We've uh we've made it through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's commendable to to yeah. stick with it uh this long. Uh it's a real spiritual discipline to read the bible. Right. And especially to read the bible daily yes. and to follow a plan. Right. Uh I'm I'm admittedly not great at following a plan. Mm-hmm. Um it, maybe you're like me but I don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> you know, if you said, "Well, I want you to read James today." It's like, "No, I'm reading Romans." You know, I just <laughs> have kind of a contrary disposition naturally. Um, but it is good to, to have a reading plan yeah, and to commit to it and say, and, and it's easier to commit to knowing that my friends are doing it as yeah, well.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. And that it's not
1: just me uh, being told what to do. It's like, no, we're all agreeing that this is great and yep. we're going to walk through this together.
0: Yeah. You know, I think when we, when you just throw out the concept of we're reading through the Bible, the entire Bible mm-hmm. in a year. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at it, it's like... It's a big book. You know, two or three inches thick, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh And one page is not very thick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that can seem overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as I was reading this week, I actually timed Oh, you did? A day, yeah. Huh. And uh, actually, I timed a few a few of the days' uh-huh. readings just to see, let's legitimately, yeah. what is yeah. how long does this really take? What are we take? really asking of each right. other when we say and, read it? Yeah. yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a fast reader uh-huh. by anybody. I don't think I am either. But it averaged out to be thirteen, fourteen, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, and honestly, that doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah, um, when you when you look at it broken down the way that it is, um, and and maybe it's less some days, maybe it's a little more. Yeah, you know, of course, yeah. Um, but I think of it this way, Brian. It's like it's a real spiritual discipline to. Mm-hmm. Follow the plan and read that every day because 13 minutes does not sound like a lot of time no. in the scope of a 24-hour day. Right. right. If you have not made room in your life for a new discipline, it is very difficult yeah. to uh, bring a new discipline into your life. If you've not made uh, carved out room for so- something and you want to better yourself and you're putting that in, that is a a feat unto itself just to re, it's it's less about the 13 minutes and more about how difficult is it going to be to reorient Mm -hmm. my schedule, if you will, around this new discipline. I think of like, it's tantamount to like asking someone that doesn't work out to go to the gym every day, dress out, Mm -hmm. walk in the gym, (laughs) go be on the treadmill for 13 minutes and leave. Right, And it's like, every day <laughs> and and it's like well am i benefiting from this and and sometimes you'll read i'm like that's it yeah. you know and you don't feel that uh, back to the gym analogy like if you're in there for an hour and you're really pushing your limits you feel like you've accomplished something right but i'm afraid walking on the treadmill for Ten or thirteen minutes does not make me feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, sure. You know, and I think in the same way with this biblical discipline, it's like, well, I'm just reading. I mean, uh, I'm just reading ten minutes and whatever. And then there's some days where it's so rich and so powerful, and it's like you read that one chapter and you're walking with it your entire, you know, week. Um, So I'm digressing, but I guess I say Mm -hmm. I'm sympathetic to those that are building Bible reading. As a spiritual discipline into their lives, and I will say, the the good news is, is that when one does prioritize Bible reading and shows up every day, you're building grit. Oh, absolutely. You're you're building perseverance. You're building character to say that, like, I value this enough that, irrespective of what I receive from it, I'm going to show up. Right. And I'm going to prioritize this. And I think the Lord really loves that. Mm -hmm. And I think he really honors that. And so for those of you that are listening, we just want you to be encouraged for following along. And maybe it Waxes and Wanes, we get it, we're all people. But I think that's what this podcast exists for. Uh, And I'll turn it back over to you. Uh, I think our intention in the beginning was to keep us all tracking along to increase biblical literacy but yeah. what we found is the richness of the conversation and mm-hmm. the friendships where we all read the Bible and then it's like, well, what are we taking from it? Sure. Because the Bible, if not applied, is not as useful as it mm-hmm. can be yeah. if it's just information. So we're hoping that uh, if you're listening, that you're enjoying it, mm-hmm. that you're benefiting, that you're able to to then see, well, what can what can I pull from this text and how can I apply it to my life?
0: Right, right. Yeah, and I was thinking for those of you who, who are listening and, and listen regularly, uh, there may be people in your circle that, that uh-huh. are a part of our body. They, they know we're reading through this and, yeah. and maybe they've, uh, fallen off the oh, wagon, yeah. uh, if you will, yeah. uh, or just struggling. You know, we wanted, mm-hmm. I think it'd be great for, for you, you to be able to, to share with them, Hey, Mm-hmm. here's some things that are working for me, right? You know, here's, here's how I'm doing it. Here's how I'm setting aside that time. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about your, uh, your analogy mm-hmm. of going to the gym and just walking on the treadmill yeah. for 13 minutes. Well, that, I mean, you're t- talking about 30 minutes to to get up, to, uh-huh. to get ready, yes. to get dressed out. Then another 10 to 10, uh-huh. 15 minutes, you right. know, to get to the gym and then, right. and then all that time in reverse. Right. Whereas, You know, this 15 minutes is, I'm Uh waking up, I got my coffee, sure, and I'm sitting down.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) in my bad analogy, it's like, not to mention the guilt and the shame that we carry for those Mm -hmm. of us that are working on that area of our lives, Mm -hmm. like, just to show up to the gym. Yeah, and be looked at by other people. I imagine that there's some strong parallels to reading the Bible. Maybe Mm -hmm. you feel guilty that you didn't do it, and you feel guilty that you don't understand it as well as you'd like. And there's all this like preloaded guilt and shame that keeps you from opening it. Yeah. But I think the Lord is so available. I mean, he's—I keep making this gym analogy. He's open 24 (laughs) hours, baby. There's a there's a sauna. There's a, you know, they even serve pizza, which makes no sense. (laughs) Why? Why? And this is a bit of my stand up, but uh, no, but I've I've never understood it. They're like, we're having pizza on Fridays. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? Why would you do this to us?
0: I think, or maybe it was just us talking earlier in the week or, or, uh, um, or a commercial I had uh-huh. heard for actually a gym, like, or no, it was a it was a comedian I think uh-huh. uh, talking about going to the gym and you're like ah, I just can't really make time for it. Uh-huh. Well, the gym's across the street from my house. Right. I still just don't have time. Uh-huh. I can't work it in. Well, they're open twenty four hours twenty four <laughs>
1: hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> We can make excuses, right? <laughs> totally. And uh, we don't have to fall victim to the bear trap of guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if if you feel conviction, that's the Lord. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. And if you feel shame and guilt, then that's clearly the enemy. And and the beauty of reading the Bible is it helps develop your discernment as okay. to what is... is Uh, oppression and attack from the enemy and what is true and honest conviction like you know I really do need to do this because it's the right thing Mm -hmm. to do and it doesn't make me feel like a worse person that's conviction you know and so you just have to check that for yourself but I do feel like the 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 shame and guilt in the analogy of going to the gym just to keep that in mind it's like nobody's judging you nobody's uh, everybody's for you and I would just uh, on the last bit of this conversation I would just say if you want to continue to stay faithful reading this you have to be arm in arm with people Mm -hmm. it's kind of like when you uh, choose to fast like there are seasons of fasting that we've had as a church body. And it's so much more comforting to know that I'm not the only one. Right. Like I'm not checking in with Brian every day. Like, Hey man, are you hungry? Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just, it's, just it's important. It's just nice it, yeah. in your spirit to know that like, absolutely. well, I know Brian's reading this and I right. know that Ethan's reading this. I know TJ's reading this and I know that we're, we're in this together. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Talking about the, the guilt or whatever, the whole purpose of this is is not to check a box. Yes, <laughs> it's it's not to um, to say, word. "Hey, I've have read." I, you know, you, we're not going to get a badge at the end of the year saying, <laughs> "Oh no, wait, what <laughs> Bible reading?" Badge. There's no Bible There's badge. No badge. <laughs> what have we been doing this for? <laughs> no the the purpose of this is it's not about reading the Bible or right. Uh, or building our knowledge. It's Mm -hmm. to, and I've I've heard somebody else say it and I love the idea. It's we're getting the life of Jesus into us. Mm -hmm. We're getting the the spirit of God into us as we spend time in his word, which is the written revelation of God and his character and, and who he is. And so that's Mm -hmm. why we're doing it. Right. So if you miss a day, I've, don't really care that you miss a day you right. know it's like mm-hmm. this is not the purpose and my hope is that we all get to a point to where we're like oh man i haven't read my bible today i haven't spent time with the lord today yeah that's what's going on with me yeah i need to find love, time I, I, yeah with him, you i know? love that
1: and I, I was thinking of that scripture as you were talking um your word is a light unto my mm-hmm. feet uh I just know the King James, I'm sorry. Thy word is a lamp unto it. my feet and a light unto my path. Yep. And, you know, a, a light is only good if it goes before you. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody passed the basket. <laughs> but like when it comes to Bible reading, you know, if it goes before you, then the Lord is a forerunner into your conversations and your situations and your uh, circumstances and the things that, that come against you. Yeah. The word is in front of you. It's a light and a lamp. Right. And it's showing the way and I think sometimes we just leave it on the coffee table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is not very helpful.
0: Right. And uh, I I do love that imagery there because it doesn't say and back when it was written mm-hmm. we didn't have big giant flashlights or spotlights oh, right. or, or whatever, but you know, mm-hmm. it is a lamp to my feet. A lamp gives off some light. Yeah. But it's not like Pff! yeah. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not, not going to wake the neighbors, yeah. right? And so it's that constant to me. Mm-hmm. Part of that analogy is seeing that it's going to light a little bit of the way. It's going to keep me. From so we got to keep. We got to right. keep going. You know, Amen. we got to keep it there in front of us. It ain't easy, but it's good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And and the more, the more I spend time with the Lord and spend time in His Word, and that's a part of it. The more my love grows. Yeah. For even. The scriptures mm-hmm. uh, but also it's it's increasing my affections
1: for mm-hmm. him i love what you were saying about lo- longing for it when it's mm-hmm. absent uh or that's my yeah. version of what yeah, you were yeah. saying absolutely um there's the discipline of like just a physical discipline of drinking plenty of water mm-hmm. and i'll go uh, like today i i've noticed the last couple of days i've not been drinking water like i should yeah and i'm craving water whereas if i was to let that go and just only drink, you know, other drinks and not drink water. That kind of hunger for water would subside. But when I'm in the practice of drinking water, and I'm feeling better because mm-hmm. it, it it just right. is restorative in so absolutely. many ways. Absolutely, um, and uh, when I'm in that practice, uh, I'm feeling good. And then when it's absent, I desire it. I'm like, man, I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> I guess developing a hunger and thirst for righteousness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and it comes from uh, not from uh, praying for twenty four hours or reading your Bible, but from consistently showing mm-hmm. up and making right. yourself available to the Lord. Right, and also, here is
0: what I found as well uh, in my journey: the the more I bring myself to the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. and I spend time with Him in His Word, sitting in His holiness, mm-hmm. the less pleasing.
1: The other things,
0: the things of the world are, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and um, talking with students uh, that's one of the one of the pictures I like to give is you know, there may be this thing that they're struggling with, mm-hmm. and my encouragement to them is it's not about focusing on this struggle, it's about mm-hmm. placing myself in the presence of God, and the more I'm there. The less, the less I want the other. I want the other. That's really that's a know? good word
1: for me too. That's good. So that's why we do this. Yeah, you know, yeah, because again, it's not like behavior modification. Mm-hmm. I'm trying nope. to nope change my soul. Yeah, <laughs> or, or recap, you know, refocus. Anyway, um that's so good, Brian. I'm um, now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> um Well, after all, this is the word this week, it and is. we've been pouring through the life and times of Solomon and we were looking at some of the passages this week and a couple jumped out to us. First uh, Kings 11 yeah. Yeah. kind of tells a bit of the story of Solomon. Right. Um, and uh, I was telling you, you know, before we started recording that uh, I was just a, just kind of bummed me out. It's like, <laughs> you know, we, we see uh, David as this uh, heralded King that, yep. that, that was a King of uh, King of earthly Kings, you know, and, they were so proud to have him, and um, he failed and he fell. But it, throughout his life, he stayed devoted to God. Yeah. And and then we see that David, even David, God withheld some things, mm-hmm. like the the, the there were con- to-
0: there were consequences too, where he didn't follow the Lord. right.
1: Like had he had been supremely faithful, though you you would be led to believe that the Lord would allow him to see the temple be built in his yeah. lifetime and stuff yeah. like that. And he left that for Solomon. Right. And then we were so proud of Solomon because Solomon, yeah. like he asked for the. Given the, the
0: opportunity to ask for anything, when the Lord showed up, he said, uh, what do you want? Yeah. And Solomon said.
1: Wisdom and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that really is the smartest thing to yeah. ask for, you know.
0: And even in their story and, and in the story, as we're following the storyline of scripture, mm. you know, each time with each of so many of these characters mm-hmm. like David, are like, well, maybe this is the one. Yeah, like maybe yeah, this is the right. one that's going to restore it all, right? Like, oh shoot, it's not him. No, nope. <laughs> okay. Well, Solomon. Oh man, okay. he's starting off really well. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then, as we've read mm-hmm. this week, it's not him. It's not him either.
1: Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's not him, but some of the things feel right. Oh, well, yeah, no, Some of it's there, right? You know, uh, as is with uh, David. Yeah, as was with yeah. uh, the others, but um. So through that pursuing of wisdom, Solomon was pretty much given everything, you know, he was one of the richest in the world, if not the richest, he had the temple being built. He had every earthly desire fulfilled. Um, He was allowed to have not only a wife, but Mm -hmm. a multitude of wives, which by the by, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Having 700 wives like I can't keep even one that, happy. Like, he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like for real. I, I don't right. think it's the same kind of marriage that and, I And and just because he had <laughs> 700
0: wives doesn't right. mean that that's what God wanted. That was not God's best for him. Right? That that's a yeah. good point. That's yeah. a
1: good point. I was just trying to make a joke about. it. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't I can't even uh yeah. you know, it's hard to keep keep one marriage healthy uh <laughs> let alone 700 and then oh by the way i got these 300 other women just hanging out you know yeah. you see a division uh, between you know the the wives that solomon had taken which uh, a wife as as the bible would define you know it's uh th- this is a now now a family mm-hmm. and there's an inheritance and there's promises and a partner in, and a partner yeah. and and then there's these concubines which are you get to be in proximity and you get to reap the benefits of of covenant mm-hmm. but you're not in the covenant yeah you know and and uh i I don't know I just think there's something there that I, my heart is is thinking through it's like I don't want to be in proximity mm-hmm. to God and his promises I want to be in covenant an heir and I yeah, yeah I want to be an heir and I want to I, and, and I am, I, through mm-hmm. Jesus, praise right. God, right. you know, I'm a, I'm a co-heir with, with Christ and, and uh, how quick I am to forget it. But, yeah. um, I just think there's, uh, that, that duplicity is there right. in the text to help us see the difference between, um, God's best for us, God's covenant mm-hmm. to us right, and yeah. the difference yeah. uh, of the, of the
0: other. Absolutely, the the thing that jumped off the page to me there was, um, whereas as he, as he brought in all these wives and these mm. concubines, it said that they led him to worship other gods, and just it, like I told him, yeah, and it, it wasn't like he just kind of tolerated it. Well, no, he built shrines and temples for them oh, yeah. as well. He worshipped them, and that just the picture that came to my mind is the Lord said, "Hey, walk with me. Keep your eyes on mm. me." You know, follow me, follow my ways. It's going to be great. Right. But if you take your eyes off of me. Right. And that's what he did. He turned his eyes to
1: other gods. Right. And it's so frustrating because we keep saying they are us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) And so that's why it's extra uh, hurtful because we know, as we've read the Bible, Mm -hmm. the Lord has been saying this from day one. Right. Like, keep it. Here, keep it, Israel, keep it, and he even express, expressively set, hates the Moabites and the Hittites. And like Solomon leads off on, on the, those nations, yeah. And it's just so frustrating and so hurtful because it's like, bro, you know what to do, and you're blatantly, yeah, choosing the opposite. And then it's like, in your face, mm-hmm. and I, I can speak for myself, but it's like, we are them, you right. know, it's like, man. Man, I just I hope that if God clearly points out these things to me and he like not only told him told him but he showed up like the scripture says right. that God he appeared before yeah. Solomon and Solomon I guess in his hubris and pride counted himself so wise mm-hmm. that he didn't even need the Lord. Yeah. He didn't even he didn't even trust the Lord's wisdom above his own. Right. Which ugh, pride it, cometh but
0: yeah, absolutely and you know, our the idols or the gods that, that we run after are not uh they're not named Molech or yeah. uh Chimash or, you know, some of these that uh-huh. God the bless was, <laughs> <laughs> uh God that Solomon was that was <laughs> that he was running after. Right. Uh but ours might be pride it, Oh my gosh. It yeah.
1: Might be comfort. Yeah. Success. Uh, people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the Joneses, yeah, and um, you know that list is endless. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if we we don't tend to think, oh man, the, the, yeah. We don't follow idols. We don't
1: we don't have oh, yeah. these images. We don't have these shrines. That, right. Oh, but there's a shrine right in our hand every Dude, day. Dude, I right? was <laughs> just thinking that. I was like, I got one in my pocket. Yeah. That I really have yeah. to wrestle with. Yeah. These, How much time am I devoting? The screens to? Screens and the yeah. Yeah. Right. There's rest, and then there's numbing out. Mm-hmm. Like this sure. is total bonus content we said we'd go short this week i'm sorry but we're not gonna uh you've got a supercomputer in your pocket Mm -hmm. you know and the world is at your fingertips boy we like to be in the world and it's uh it can be a real distraction it can be a real tool Mm -hmm. for the gospel sure i think we leverage technology especially here at the river right we're trying to use technology as a a method to be able to share the gospel through all these avenues but in so doing, it makes you available right. uh, to so much that um, uh, is distracting, mm-hmm. potentially di- distracting and potentially hurtful.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We start uh, this week in into Ecclesiastes. We don't get to see the resolution of it, yeah. but we start into into Ecclesiastes, and as yeah. you mentioned, you know, it it's
1: just, everything is min-
0: meaningless. Yeah, it's like this.
1: I so I pursued this, and it was like right, chasing chase after, after the away. wind. You know you know, looking at the different social media platforms and um, likes and comments, like it's all wind. Yeah. Like the in Ecclesiastes in the right. in that first chapter it says, Everything is meaningless, mm-hmm. a chasing after the wind. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And, no, but you can't. Blah blah blah. The Bible can't. <laughs> uh, but etc. Uh, yeah. And 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 back to our phones. Is you know, uh, like on Instagram, for example, if I get likes and comments and shares, that's nothing. Right. It's not a tangible anything. Mm. But it's a dopamine yeah, burst in my brain that makes me feel more valuable. Right. And if we're chasing after that, mm-hmm. then once it's uh, gone. Yeah. we're wrecked
0: and we'll find that that was we'll,
1: meaningless <laughs> we'll seek it out yeah. in other avenues right. you know versus uh making sure that our valued identity is first rooted in jesus but then also our community is uh real people with real faces and real uh lives right. that 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 love you enough to tell you the truth um it's not going to be uh in the ether this little like heart or this comment or this retweet or this yeah. whatever
0: And, and together we, we turn our eyes from these other gods Mm. and put them back on the one true God. Yeah. Right. And chase after him. Yeah. He's not, that's not chasing after the wind.
1: No. Right. And that should be the bookend to Ecclesiastes. It's like everything is meaningless apart from Christ.
0: Right. Right. And, uh, and I think that's where Solomon got to, but Mm. uh, maybe we'll see that in the end. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, what what were you reading about Jeroboam where oh, yeah. the prophet Ahijah?
0: Ahijah? Ahijah? I'm, yeah, yeah sure. I'm saying
1: it sure. bad, you know, no disrespect. But um, he came to Jeroboam yeah. and he was like, did, did what you said. Like mm-hmm. the Lord has come to you. He's renting his new garment, right? Uh, signifying there's something new happening. Yeah breaking up the 12 tribes again. You can have these 10. If you keep your eyes focused on me, <laughs> gave him the same charge right. as he's given, every, given everyone else. And Jeroboam wasn't in the line of David. No, no. Um, and we see that the Lord is going to use him yeah. to continue the storyline right. of, uh, at least in this context from David to, well, to it Jesus. Well, it almost even
0: starts even a kind of a new storyline. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to see the the division of the kingdom yeah, of the Israel, of, of da- kings you know, the, and the kingdom of David, the kingdom, of, and... and you know, it's gonna it's gonna shoot off. But then Jeroboam, and we might talk about this next week. Yeah. You know, he immediately does what was evil on the, the side of the Lord. You know, but he was given the chance. He gave you know, and the that, Lord. That's what stuck out to me is so, uh, so many of these, even these the, these guys that turn out to be so evil, mm-hmm. God had given them a chance.
1: At least the Lord. What you what you read of it instead of just being uh, frustrated, you can just remind yourself how faithful the Lord was. Yeah, yeah when absolutely. He makes a promise, He's gonna keep He it. is going to see it through. And thank God, we have not seen and yet believe. Yeah. we know that Christ came. We know that He was the truer and better David. That's right. The truer and better Solomon. The truer and better Adam. Yeah. Thank God. Praise God yeah. that it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And everything isn't meaningless, Brian. Yeah, that's right. I promise. There is hope. um I'm sorry. Shining. That's a
0: good. No, thank goodness gracious. That's it. That's where it keeps going. We do know the rest of the story. Mm. And and we need to keep that story the rest of the story in mind as we're reading through these guys because I think it does. I think it continues to point to mm-hmm. this is why we needed yeah. someone who could do what we couldn't. Yep. It's why we needed someone who couldn't do what David Yep. couldn't do, you know. Right? And so, and
1: that's what Paul says, right? He said, uh, Jesus came to do the, the thing that the law could not do, which was to make men righteous, right. you know, and, uh, not only just Jesus coming, but his fulfillment of all the law, right. all the prophets, every promise of God is wrapped up in him. Yeah. We could keep talking about this forever, but maybe we, we shouldn't for the moment. <laughs> we have, we have to get more work done but, today. But.
0: Uh, yeah. Thanks for, uh, it was good to yeah. to hang out and talk about this. You know, this podcast has meant something to you, and it's been helpful for you. Um, we'd love for you to share it with your friends. You know, um, especially if you're a part of our our right. body and you're you've been uh, tracking with us. You know, share it because we we do think that it's a it's a great companion to mm. what to what we're doing.
1: And we're we're halfway there. We still there. have. Half of the Bible to read, and we've not gotten to Jesus That's yet. Right. Yeah. So hang on.
0: Yep. Hang on. We'll get there. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you have any questions about the podcast, feel free to reach out to us at twtw at therivercc.com. Or if you're looking for a church home in Cookville, Tennessee, be sure to check us out at therivercc.com. Thanks, and join us next time on The Word This Week.